with us today, this Sunday morning, is Congressman Peter King. And uh, he's one heck of a common-sense guy. And what happened uh, this week uh, between the Congress and and uh, the Senate and, and the White House, finally we have a little bit of common sense. Uh, Congressman, tell us, you're, you've always been the guy in the middle making deals. How do you feel about what happened this week? Well, John, I could probably go on for hours telling you all the things all the things that were wrong with that compromise bill. Having said that, I would strongly support it. We live in a very imperfect world, and you can't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I think it was a great tribute to Kevin McCarthy and also to some extent to President Biden that they were able to come together with a compromise bill. Let's face it, we have a Democratic president, a Democratic Senate, and a House uh, majority of Republicans, but the majority is only four votes, five votes. So this was uh, really tough negotiating by Kevin McCarthy to get Joe Biden to the table. And uh, to me, there are a lot of real positive steps that were taken. The overall bill is certainly not one that a Republican president or Republican Congress would have enacted, but the you know, elections have consequences. The Democrats uh, were holding most of the cards, and I thought Kevin McCarthy played the cards he had very well. Uh, he is cutting back on the uh, spending levels. He is uh, basically you know, requiring that uh, able-bodied people who are uh, receiving federal assistance uh, take jobs, uh, work. That's what Bill Clinton was pushing 30 years ago. Today, Democrats somehow think that's a form of slavery. So, no, I think what this showed was uh, both Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden, and I give McCarthy more of the credit because he was the guy who really had a push, they resisted the bases of their party. I mean, you have so many Republicans who uh, are denouncing this agreement, saying it's a sellout. They would have gotten more. They would have done this. Not now anybody could have gotten more. I mean, Kevin McCarthy had very few, as I said before, cards to play, but he played them well. And this is what the American people, I, I hope, what the majority of the American people want, like it was with Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill. Whatever the final bill is, there's enough in there that everybody can criticize. But it's overall, it's the, it's best for the country, and that's what happened here. And uh, uh, to me, uh, you had uh, some you know really hardline Republicans who say Kevin McCarthy should be removed as Speaker because he agreed to this bill. You have other progressive Democrats attacking Joe Biden, and to me, that's what's wrong about the country is that people, too many people on the extremes of both sides, don't see the importance of reaching compromise. And listen, if there's something in there that you're totally morally opposed to, that's a uh, you know, dead on arrival, that's one thing. But no, this bill was basically trying to accommodate as many of the factions in the country as possible while improving the economy and moving the country forward. So uh, this, hopefully this is a sign of a new uh, period in, in America where political people are able to work together to uh, shake hands, get the deal done, and then fight tomorrow on something else. That's what democracy should be, a clash of ideas, and then you work out the best compromise you can. That That is the definition of compromise. It's not the, the, the extreme left hates the deal, the right hates the deal, but the people in the middle got together and uh, uh, put it together, which uh, I... I I, I think it's the right thing to do, too. I mean, uh, and my advice to, to, to friends and people, uh, let's move on. We got it done. Let's move on. There's a lot of good things about the bill. Uh, it, it, it freezes spending. Uh, and 
in reality, you know what they're, what they're not saying? If it freezes spending, uh, 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 Congressman, uh, and inflation is up 10%, does that mean uh, that it's actually saving us 10%? Well, it's actually a cut in spending, right? I mean, if spending stays the same and inflation goes up, then it's actually a cut in spending if you look at it, uh, you know, logically. And uh, listen, these are not easy decisions. We're coming out of COVID. We're coming out of a almost a recession, which I think was largely pushed by the administration when they cut back on our energy supplies, restrictions. You know, they put on oil. Then you have the Fed, you know, raising the interest rates uh, the way they have. So we're in a tough economic spot. I think this though is a uh, it's a, it, you know, there's some tough measures in here, but this is going to get us back on on the path. I I believe to prosperity, but it's not going to be easy, and uh, and that's why with people on both sides, it's so easy to take cheap shots at something like this. Fine, if you have a bill which covers so many aspects of our economy, you can always find things that you're going to disagree with, and there's also going to be honest differences. And that's in a democracy, the idea is to try to work them out as best you can. I wish we saw more of that in New York State. But uh, and and that's where I think there's a difference. Joe Biden, I give him credit for this. He was able to, you know, keep enough Democrats in line. It doesn't appear as if Kathy Hochul was able to keep her Democrats in line in the state legislature. So, and uh, Eric Adams, I give him credit here in New York too. I think he is trying to hold a line against people in his own party, and Kevin McCarthy is holding the line against people in his party. So it's uh, uh, it, it, it you know. People always say, you know, politicians, they never get it done. Politicians do this. Politicians do that. Well, the fact is, Kevin McCarthy did what he was supposed to do. So people should stand with him, not say they're going to remove him from office. Joe Biden, I have serious differences with Joe Biden. But the fact is, he realized we couldn't allow the country to go into default. It would, of course, economic chaos, uh, not just the United States, but throughout the world. And if the world was in chaos, the United States is going to be in chaos. So, no, this, both of them did what they had to do. And for people who say politicians don't do the right thing, well, they did the right thing here. Now it's important for the people to step up and support them. Let me ask you a, a silly question that nobody has asked, and I hate to ask it, uh, is that uh, uh, our, the Speaker gave the right to anybody in the Republican Party to vote against him uh, if they didn't like how he's handling the job. Now, there's a few, a lot of angry uh, uh, GOPers. Do you think that that they'll invoke that uh, that issue? Well, that's the threat that uh, Kevin McCarthy faces here. Under the rules that they adopted, and he had to basically go along with this to be elected speaker. One of the concessions he made was that any member of the Republican Party can, actually, any member of Congress at any time can make a motion. It's called to vacate the chair, which means have a new vote on who the speaker is. And Kevin McCarthy right now, I guess, is 222 Republicans, so he only has four votes to spare. And uh, and he was 71 uh, Republicans voted against this bill. So, uh, you know, there's there's a chance if somebody brings that uh, resolution up, and several have, you know, uh, Congressman Buck, Congressman Bishop uh, from uh, North Carolina, he has said that uh, he may, you know, bring this up uh, next week or the week after. That would be disastrous. We now, we don't want to be like uh, you know, the French government was after World War II or the Italian government, which is at 64 or 65 different governments. We need stability, and we can't have that every vote uh, you're holding a uh, gun to the speaker's head that if he doesn't uh, uh, go your way, you're going to remove him. Because, listen, we have six, you know, six Republicans from New York. They could at any time, if they want to, 
you know, uh, remove the speaker. I mean, you, you can't have that. You have to have a certain stability. You have to have actually solid stability. And you elect a leader, and you give him or her the options and uh, give them, you know, room to maneuver, room to get things done. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi, she also had like a four or five vote uh, majority. Uh, she was able to hold her people in line. And uh, I hope Kevin McCarthy can also. And listen, I'm not necessarily the biggest Kevin McCarthy supporter. I always got along with him. I think he's doing a good job. But the thing is, he is the speaker. And if you elect someone to that position, you can't be undermining him. I mean, it is, uh, it, even if Kevin McCarthy were my best friend, and I agree with him almost completely, there's going to be at least 10% of the time I'm going to disagree with him. Am I going to try to remove him from office? And they can't do that because, again, all he has to do is lose five or six votes on uh, 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 one of these motions, and he can be removed from office. And then, then what do we do? Then we have total chaos. And the speaker is second in line to the president. You have the president, the vice president, and the speaker. You know, what kind of a signal is that sending to the, you know, the rest of the world? You know, we, uh, we end up looking like a banana republic if we do that. Well, thank you, uh, Congressman King. Thank you for uh, – and I agree with you 110 percent. I hope we don't have to go to that uh, that in that direction. And have a great weekend, and um, we'll catch up again uh, real soon. Hopefully I'll see yeah. you Monday. I'll see you tomorrow in the studio Monday. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you, John. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com